0: The following is a KNON Theater of the Air production in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. And now, Gunsmoke, Robber Bridegroom. Dodge City, and in the territory of the West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers. And that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke.
1: I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for, and the last they want to meet a chancy job that makes a man watchful, and a little lonely.
2: Matt. What? Oh, Matt. Hello, Doc. Where are you headed for, Matt?
1: Uh, Chester left a note saying he was at the Ella Doc. I thought I'd go watch him squander his money for a while.
2: I'll go with you. That bartender's owed me five dollars for a month.
1: Why don't you hire a bill collector, Doc?
2: Then I'd have to spend my time trying to run him down.
1: You ought to make people pay you in advance.
2: The condition most of my customers arrive in, they bleed to death while I was making change.
1: Well, a lot of them do anyway.
2: Yeah. Oh, they do, huh? Well, that's not my fault. If a man's going to get himself all torn apart, fighting and brawling, you can't expect me to patch him up every time. You know, that. Matt? There's men in this town whose lives I've saved two or three times.
1: I can probably name them, Doc.
2: Oh, there's Chester. Sitting over there with some stranger.
1: your money from the bartender and join us,
2: Doc. Well, then the bartender would have it back in half an hour.
1: <laughs> I guess you're right.
2: i see you later, Matt.
1: Okay, Doc. Hello, Mr. Dillon. Hello, Chester. This here Mr. Reeves? Mr. Reeves? Franklin J. Reeves. How do you do, Marshal? Buy you a drink? No, thanks. I don't think so. Where are you from, Mr. Reeves? Mr. Reeves come in on the stage from Denver last week. You live in Denver, Reeves? Good heavens no. New York, Marshal. See? He come out west a couple of months ago to invest money in land and cattle and the like. Mr. Reeves is awful rich. Yeah. Might be better if... Mother Nature holds out, Chester. His girl's coming in on the stage today, Mr. Dillon. Oh, is that so? It's his. Uh, he calls her. My fiance. Uh, he met her in Denver. You sure have been busy, haven't you, Chester? Oh, you don't know the half of it. Now, I came out here on business. Well, they're fixing to be married in St. Louis, Mr. Dillon. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you, Marshal. Mm-hmm. Is the stage always this late? Well he's worried, Mr. Dillon. What with his girl on stage and all? I'll be alone, Mr. Reeves. I didn't tell him what we know, Mr. Dillon. About what else is on that stage? What? Oh, well, it's nothing important, Reeves. No, it, it ain't her money, Mr. Reeves. But maybe that's why the stage is late all the same. What are you talking about, Chester? Well, they're carrying $50,000 in gold, that's what. Well? Well, if somebody wanted that gold, they'd have to step the stage long enough to get it unloaded, wouldn't they? Bandits? You mean bandits? It'll be here all right, Reeves. It's usually a little late. Huh, but it might have been held up. There might have been a shooting. Oh, Chester's just talking, that's all. Wait a minute, Listen. There it is now. Come on.
0: Well, <clears> this <throat> wouldn't we be here if anything had
1: happened. It always gets here sooner or later. Now, this is certainly the last time I'll let happened have a moment. There it
2: is. There Marshall. Marshall, come here. Uh, who's that? Well, that's Jim Buck. He's the
1: driver. I'm going to see what he wants. Marshal. What is it, Jim?
2: Got held up, Marshal. What? Lost 50000 in gold and... Where did it happen, Jim? Cottonwood draw, but... Anybody uh, shot? Witness shot fired, but Marshal. Laura?
0: Where's Laura? Driver, where's the girl that was on this stage?
2: What's happened to her? I was trying to tell the Marshal. He took the gold... And he took the girl, too. That's impossible. Well, that's what happened, mister. He held a shotgun on us, and there was nothing we could do. (laughs) It's impossible. I don't believe
0: it.
1: Now, take it easy, Mr. Reeves. We'll find them. Do you recognize them, Jim? All I can tell you is he had two horses, and they was both
0: sorrels. By heavens, Marshal, you'd better get Laura back here at once, or you'll never work for the government or anybody else again. What? You heard what I
1: said. Chester, go get our horses. I'll pick up a couple of rifles. Yes, sir.
0: Aren't you going to form a posse? No,
1: nope. there'd be too much shooting around the girl.
0: Well, well, you'd better have her here by nightfall. Mr. Reeves, would you like to come with us? No,
1: no, I'll handle matters at this end. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I'm a more important man than you think, Marshal. I'm warning you. A blood-red sun was dropping over the edge of the prairie when Chester and I reached Cottonwood Draw and picked up their trail. We rode hard till nightfall, and then we had to stop and wait for daylight. But with the morning, we drew a heavy rain that washed out every track. And although we scouted a big piece of that country the next couple of days, it was hopeless. And finally, we headed back to Dodge. Empty-handed. When we got there, I went over to the Long Branch to see if there was any news.
3: Welcome back, Matt.
1: How are you, Kitty? Sit down. Thank you.
3: You have been riding?
1: I sure have.
3: No luck, huh?
1: It's a big prairie, Kitty.
3: Nobody can blame you, Matt.
1: Well, Reeves will blame me. Not that I care much.
3: Reeves is no good, Matt.
1: Well, I suppose it's pretty hard on him, his fiance and all.
3: I'll tell you why he's no good. Oh? He's been drunk most of the time you were out. And he was bragging to one of the girls last night.
1: Bragging? About what?
3: Not much, to my way of thinking.
1: Hmm, well, tell me.
3: Well, it has to do with his girl, Laura. It seems her father got into a <clears throat> big business deal with Reeves up in Denver. Reeves got him tied up good somehow and then threatened to ruin him.
1: Oh, well, what happened?
3: He didn't ruin him. He took Laura instead.
1: Maybe she likes it, Kitty.
3: You think a girl is likely to be in love with a man who got her like that?
1: Hmm, no. I guess you're right. It's not much to bring her back to, is it?
3: First Reef steals her, and then some outlaw steals her. That girl could learn to hate men. Well. Yep. Well, what are you gonna do about it?
1: Nothing I can do right now, Kitty. Just have to wait and see what turns up. So I waited. I waited a week. Reeves was drunk the whole time, telling everybody how he was gonna fix me up good, but not doing much about it. Except to stay out of my way. Things were quiet otherwise. And Chester and I spent most of the time in the office. Well, he sure did fool me, Mr. Dillon. Who do you mean? Reeves? He seemed like such a nice fella and and so rich. Mm, He's rich, all right. But poor in spirit. Chester, you been going to church again? Yes, sir. Last Sunday. Oh, yeah. I remember. It rained. I like church, Mr. Dillon, but I hate to get all dressed up. Well, hello, Jim Buck. Hello, Chester. Marshall. How's the stage business, Jim? Well, we've been held up lately. Well,
2: that's something. But the reason I come to see you, Marshal, is that I rode into a fellow back at the Rock Creek Station this morning. He's rode in there from the south, and he mentioned he'd seen a man and a woman on the way. Oh? They rode off as soon as they saw him, so he didn't get very close. But I asked him about it, and he was pretty sure that the horses were the same color. So? That's what he said. I want to go with you, Marshal. What now? He told me where to saw him. I know right where it is. And besides, that woman's out there against her will. Sure.
1: But it's not your job, Jim.
2: I was driving the stage he took her off of, Marshal. It's been on my mind something terrible.
1: All right. Chester, you keep an eye on things here. We'll be back in a few days we have any luck at all. The next morning, Jim Buck and I cut their trail some 50 miles south of Dodge. We followed it for a way, and then it turned northeast, back in the general direction of Dodge. It was a hot, still day, and on the horizon there were occasional flashes of heat lightning. And then in the distance, we saw the long, low cloud of yellow dust that meant cattle, a Texas herd trailing north. The outlaw's tracks led straight into it, and we soon pulled up beside a string of longhorns that stretched several miles each way.
2: We'll have to find a lag and cut through them, Marshal. Yep.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold up there!
2: What he yelling
1: about? I don't know. You ain't crossing that herd, are you? See anything of a man and a woman around here, mister? I ain't seen nothing but cattle and cowboys for six weeks. Oh, we're standing on their trail. Leads right into your herd.
0: I can't help that. Them cattle have been dry ever since yesterday morning, and that Kansas heat lightning ain't exactly soothing them. Nobody's riding through there.
1: Look, mister, I'm a U.S. Marshal, and your herd's crossed the trail of an outlaw. We've got to cut through here.
0: No, you don't. You either have to wait or ride around the drag back there. It's the only mile or so.
1: That outlaw's got a kidnap woman with him, mister.
0: He has? Well, I can't help that. I'm bossing this outfit, and I got 3,000 head of cattle here. And they're too nervy. Just look at them. Yep,
1: they're moving pretty
0: fast, all right. Too fast! And I sure can't risk you touching them off by riding through there.
1: Yep, I know. I just hate to lose the time.
0: You got more time
2: than I got cattle, Marshal. Marshall.
1: I don't know about that, but I won't chance a stampede. All right, come on, Jim. We'll ride around the drag.
2: Okay, Marshal.
1: See you in Dodge, mister.
0: Hey, is that uh, Ella Fraganza
1: still running? It is. And mostly on Texas, buddy. Adios. Come on, Jim. We rode down along the herd and then back up the other side and finally found the trail again and followed it till dark. Next morning, we saw that the outlaw was still headed straight for Dodge, and all we could figure was that he must be new to the country and was plain lost. By noon, we were inside of town, and soon after, we rode up Front Street and got down at the jail. Chester saw us and kept running out. Mr. Dillon, hello, Jim.
2: Hello, Chester.
1: We got him. They rode right in here early this morning. What? Gave himself up, huh? Yes, sir. I got him locked up and money's over at the bank. How's the girl, Chester? Oh, she's fine. A little tired, but fine. Well, that's good. What's his story? Who is he? Says his name's Jack Fitch, but that's all he'll say. I gave up on him, Mr. Dillon, but maybe you can get something out of him. All right. I'll talk to him. Then I want to see Laura. Where is she? Well, she's over at Dodge House with Reeves. He made her go, but she sure didn't want to. I'll talk to them later. Yes, sir. So, you're Jack Fish, huh? New around here, aren't you? You got anything to say, Marshal? Say it right out. All right. Why'd you give yourself up? What do you care?
2: You got the money back and... And what? Nothing. Marshal, I'm ready to serve my time, but I don't got to talk. Not for you, not for nobody else. Okay, Fish. Have it your own way. M- Marshal. Yeah. I don't suppose you'll let me out here long enough to kill Reeves, would you?
1: Laura told you about
2: him, huh? I wouldn't mind hanging. You'd, it'd be worth
1: it. What makes you think what you did is any better? You wouldn't understand, Marshal. Look, do what you can for her, will you? Anything else you want to tell me,
2: Fitch? No, that's all.
1: Who is it? It's Matt Dillon. Some other time, Marshal. Open this door before I kick it open, Reeves. What do you want? Nothing from you. Laura, I'm Marshall Dillon. How do you do? I'm sorry to bother you this way.
4: That's all right.
1: It's about Jack Fitch.
4: You want my help to put him in prison, is that right? Yep,
1: yeah, that's right.
4: He gave himself up. He returned the money, and me.
1: Yeah, sure, but I'll need your testimony in court.
0: Forget it, Marshal. It's all over. We're leaving Dodge on the next train. No. Don't tell me no. I said we're leaving.
1: Reeves, get out of here. You heard me. Outside. Now, now look here, Marshal. Then I'll throw you out. (laughs) Uh, Look, Laura. Yes? Will it help if I tell you that I know about you and Reeves? About why you're going to marry him?
4: I hate him.
1: Why did Jack Fitch give himself up?
4: Can I trust you, Marshall?
1: Well, that's up to you.
4: All right. He gave himself up because we decided we didn't want to be hunted down the rest of our lives.
1: It sounds like you were in on it with him.
4: I never saw Jack Fitch before he held us up on that stage.
1: Well, then I don't understand.
4: It's very simple, Marshal. I love him. What? I love Jack Fitch.
1: An outlaw. Who kidnapped you? I don't believe it. Don't you? No.
4: Well it's true. Marshall, Jack doesn't know why he took me with him. All he can figure is that he saw something he wanted and he took it. It might be hard for you to understand. But I can't.
1: It's still kidnapping.
4: Oh, he won't go to prison for kidnapping.
1: And why not?
4: Because I'll testify I went with him of my own free will.
1: You mean it, don't you?
4: Of course I do. Jack's been wild, and he's done wrong. But he isn't evil.
1: Like Reeves.
4: Jack's going to straighten out with my help. He's already started.
1: Look, Laura, maybe you're right. Maybe you'd be better off with Jack Fitch. But I'm a lawman, and I've got to hold him under arrest and get him up for trial. Now, what you do is your business. I'm
4: afraid, Marshal. You don't know Frank Reeves. What? He'll kill me. He already said he would. And he means it.
1: Unless you go on to St. Louis with him and marry him.
4: Yes. Please, Marshal. You've got to help me.
1: Well, I may be making a mistake, but... You come on with me. Where? You'll see. Uh, All right. Out of the way, Reeves. Where are you going? Where are you taking Laura? To jail.
0: What What for?
1: She's under arrest.
0: Uh, Under arrest? That's right. I've never heard of such a thing. I won't stand for this. Laura, you (laughs) go back in that room.
4: Let go of me.
1: Reeves. (laughs) Reeves. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, step over, Laura. Let's go. Mr. Dillon. Yep. What is it, Chester? Well, I've been over at the Alafraganza. So? Well, it's that cussed Mr. Reeves, Mr. Dillon. He's buying liquor for everybody and making a lot of talk. There's about 20 men with him now. What's he up to? Well, he's got that crowd with him because they don't like the idea of your putting the women in jail. And they're getting all worked up about it. Now Reeves has got them ready to come over here and, and bust her out. You better do something about it. Well, I could stand them off. But I think I've got an even better idea. What? Those horses still out back? Yes, sir. I was going to put them away later. Leave them. And you get back to the Isle and stall those men as long as you can without getting killed. Yes, sir. I'll do it. All right. Well, go on. Yes, sir. I'm going as fast as I can. All right. Come on out, Fitch. What's this, Marshal? I'm cutting you loose.
4: Turning him loose?
1: That's right. He was about to come over here with a mob to get you out of jail. And I'm sure he's going to see that Fitch is killed while they're doing it.
4: Can't you stop him?
1: Why would you try to stop them? This way I go free.
4: Jack? You're forgetting everything we talked about.
2: Uh, no, 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 I ain't, Laura. But if I don't have to stand trial, we got nothing to worry about. You don't understand, Fitch.
1: Don't understand what? I'm turning you loose now to save your life. But you'll still be wanted. You'll have to stay in trial someday. As soon as you give yourself up again. Or as soon as someone catches you. Oh. I was going to take you up to Hayes City for trial. I was going to take Laura there, too. As a witness,
4: I told you I'd refuse to testify, Marshal.
1: Well, the court can't make you, but they can hold you in contempt.
4: All right, then. I'll lie.
1: That's worse. That's perjury.
4: I thought you were going to help me, Marshal.
1: I can't help you, Laura.
4: Then you better go, Jack. And keep going. Maybe they won't catch you.
2: Wait. I've been thinking. Marshal, they got a preacher in Hay City.
1: They had the last time I was there, yeah.
2: No. No, it wouldn't work. What would? Well, I was thinking, if you let Laura go with me, why, we could get married before I turn myself in, but then she wouldn't have to testify. Oh, Jack. But I can't do that, Laura. It looked like I was only trying to keep you out of jail, and that ain't true. I want to marry you. Do you really, Jack? told you a hundred times. (laughs)
4: then what difference does it make when we get married? You men can be so stupid. Of course that's what we'll do.
1: All right. Come on, Laura. You'd better hurry up.
4: This is what you had in mind all the time, isn't it, Marshall?
1: I'm a lawman, Laura, not a matchmaker.
4: Seems to me you do both pretty well.
1: Fitch, there's two horses out back. Now get going. Will we see you later on,
2: Marshall and Hayes?
1: If you get there, yep. We'll get there. Yep, I kind of think you will.
0: Have been listening to a KNON Theater of the Air production of Gunsmoke. Robber Bridegroom. The cast for this show. Mike Damasio played Matt Dillon. Rob Frey played Chester. Sebastian Carey played Kitty. Ken Schwartz played Doc and Jim Buck. Sam Baker played Franklin J. Reeves and the Cattle Drive Boss. Nathan Menser played Fitch, and Susan O'Brien played Laura. The KNON Theater of the Air is made possible in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. This is your announcer, Sam Baker.